This is Sigma Duocast, hosted by Rick and Nate. We talk about a variety of entertainment stuff, but mainly just BS of life in our 30s. Enjoy the show. solo dolo tonight guys uh nate couldn't join me talk about that later when he's here so we could defend himself because you know in the intro he always talks this cap on rick good. all the time right I don't have wow nobody but what i could uh i, might feel I can definitely what do you call it cap on him tonight but I need him here. Got Kid Cuddy, Solo Dolo. Greg, need a quick guess? I'll hop on over, hop in over a call. Hey, yeah, I'll probably call you. We'll phone a friend. You know? We'll do a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Um, but nah. You know, I had to record tonight. I had to record tonight. I am go. I am live on Facebook Live. Um, we were going to postpone till potentially Thursday, and you know, it's been a rough week. Um, you know, work's been a little bit much today. I wasn't even feeling good at all today. Last night wasn't feeling good, um, so it kind of was like, oh, you know, it'd be kind of cool not to record. But I don't know, man. I was sitting there and I just like, you know what? I need a. I need Rudy. Thank you, bro. You should have called. I would have guessed. I love, you know what? I got to have you guys back on. Greg, I need to have you on first time. Rudy, I need to have you back on. We definitely need to bring some guests back. Um, but yeah, no, I wasn't going to record tonight because, you know, Nate um, had some other stuff and uh, I was not really feeling up to it. But then I sat down, took a shower, poured myself my Sigma Duocast drink. I got it in a uh, Wolfenstein cup today. God damn, delicious, always delicious, chef's kiss, but um, but yeah, so I don't know, you guys can help me out, um, like I said, going solo dolo, a few things to talk about, you know, um, I got a box here, you guys can see this, Rockman X up top, Mega Man X, uh, I'll probably be doing this a little bit while we're uh, conversing, keep you guys entertained so you're not just staring at my mug the entire time. But yeah, man. Now, there's actually a reason um, why I have this Mega Man X. I just got this recently, uh, kind of spontaneously, just not planning at all to have it. Uh, let me turn the music down just a little bit more. Keep that in the background. Uh, good question, Greg. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, so uh, what do you call it? So I got this. Just came in today. It's a uh, figure, but it's a model kit. So you got to like assemble it. Um, 
you know, put it together. I'll show you guys in a little bit. I'll start it up a little bit. But, um, but yeah. Uh, how How's that new Resident Evil 8? You know what, Greg? I don't know. I haven't played it yet outside of the, the two demos that they've released. Um, I pre-ordered the collector's edition from GameStop. Uh, I didn't get delivered till Sunday. Sunday I had to work. Rudy, you know this. If I say it's my six-day week or, yeah, my six-day work week, he knows what I'm talking about. It means you work six days straight. And I've been uh, kind of doing some uh, some closing some closing shifts. So I've really been home, right? Uh, came in Sunday, got it, uh, posted some pictures on my personal Instagram, link7lp of the collector's edition. Haven't really posted pics of the statue of Chris. Uh, I'll be doing that pretty soon. But um, I haven't uh, I haven't had a chance to play it. Uh, Nate has. Nate has been jonesing, which is hilarious because, you know, he wasn't really big Resident Evil, but this game must caught his attention. So he's been playing it. I think he told me last I heard he said he only has like one more boss or something. Um, I put the get disc in on Sunday to install. And then on Sunday when I got off work, I came home and, you know, Mother's Day. Shout out to all the mamas out there. Happy Mother's Day. Belated. But uh, I got I came home and I ate a little bit of food and I was just not feeling I was not feeling good at all. I just I went to sleep right away. It was like I don't know nine o'clock and uh, had to get up early today and was still feeling like crap and uh, made it through work somehow. And uh, yeah, so I was going to play right now, you know, since we were going to I wasn't going to do any type of recording, but um, I decided, you know what? Nah, I got to record. It's Monday night, man. It's Sigma Duocast night. I can't. It's, it's really difficult for me to not do an episode. Oh, well, let me stop this music because it's going to the next one. And uh, so I had to record, guys. So um, thank you for joining me tonight. Um, I'll try to be entertaining. But uh, as far as Resident Evil goes... Um, yeah, I heard uh, it's great. Um, I heard, you know what, it, to like some of the hardcore Resident Evil fans, well, not hardcore Resident Evil fans, to the people who really enjoyed Resident Evil 7, I, I've heard, I read that it's like a, a fallback. They got rid of a lot of the scary stuff to it because Resident Evil 7 was pretty, you know, scary here and there. But they, um, I heard that, I read that they kind of decreased that a little bit. And it's more Resident Evil 4 inspired. So if you're a, a fan of Resident Evil 4, then most likely you enjoy Resident Evil 8. Um, because it plays like Resident Evil 7, but it has a lot of mechanics and action slash horror uh, play style of Resident Evil 4. So, I mean, that's that's what I'm hearing. So if you're a 7 and a 4 fan, this is a hybrid type of game, and uh, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, see, Greg, you love Resident Evil 4 from what you played of it. So, yeah, so if you've loved Resident Evil 4 and you can do first-person shooters... That's pretty much what Resident Evil Village is. Um, so as soon as I'm done with this and put everything away, I'll definitely be uh, jumping on. I got a lot of catch up to even my kid, man. My kid's 12 years old, and shoot, both my kids. My 12 year old kid, he's like all into it out of nowhere, and then my uh, seven year old, he's all into it out of nowhere. They were fighting over the discs. I was like, what the hell? I, I bought two copies. Well, I ended up, you know, bought the collectors, and then I had to double dip get another disc. And then my wife ended up getting a digital copy. So I was like, Jesus, Capcom, you're welcome. You got three purchases in one household, even though we can freaking Xbox share <laughs> digital games. 
such boneheads. Um, but yeah, my six year old love watching it from Ashley. Yeah, it's it's a cool game, man. It's it's it looks uh you know it's it's Underworld, Underworld with Kate Beckinsale. You got vampires and lichens, you know. So it's kind of reminds me of, you know, you got your werewolves, you got your vampires. So if you like that type of lore, then hey. And then Resident Evil in the mix, outside of zombies, because we're, I guess, far from zombies now, which kind of bums me out. Which, you know what? It's a great um, it's a great segue for me, because as far as, uh, as far as Resident Evil goes, the movie, I think it got delayed. It was supposed to be September, but now it's October, I want to say. But um, as you guys all know, if you listened to my previous episode, I was writing, you know, a script on the Resident Evil. I got the first act done. In terms of my script, I'm working on the second act and the third act, and that's going to be the first, you know, script for the first film with the idea of more, but keeping it true to the original series. Um, And then I hit a a writer's block and I stopped writing it. Right. And uh, I think I think what really I, I, you know, at the time, I didn't really say, well, I don't know what hit me, you know, what stopped me. I think it was just because the movie itself, the reboot was really taken off. Um, filming and wrapping up filming and all that stuff. And I just, I don't know. I kind of just like, I lost interest at that point because it's already being done, you know? And I'm not saying like, Oh, I'm going to write a script and it's going to be the most amazing thing. And all of a sudden it's going to, you know, be taken up by some type of movie studio or whatever. But it was just one of those things where I just, eh, I didn't, uh, it just lost interest. So, which leads me, to this box that I have right next to me and this box that I have to me is a model kit of uh, Mega Man X. Um, I believe it's the uh, force armor as it says on the box. I believe over here it says on the box, but um, I believe this is the armor from Mega Man X three. So if you played Mega Man X three on super Nintendo and I believe they released it on dreamcast and in some regions for the original PlayStation, um, this is the armor you get. Now, what uh, the reason why I bring up writing a script of, of Resident Evil and all that, there's, there's three video game franchises that I would love to see a film for. And Resident Evil is one. Mega Man X is another. And then Metroid. Those are like three video game franchises that I would love to see a movie made. So I decided a while back, and I'm talking like 2005, 2006, um, I was gathering a lot of information uh, of Mega Man X because I was getting ready to write uh, a script in a movie series, so to speak, for this. And I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to get back into it. And that's what's going to, what I'm going to do here. And I think it would be fitting because Sigma Duocast, part of the name Sigma, uh, one of the reasons why I like the names because that's the main villain for Mega Man X. And uh, I think there's a really cool story that can be told from this video game franchise. Um, that hasn't really been explored. I know there's a lot of movies out there that explore like I robot. Um, I'm trying to think of other rope, uh, AI type of films where AI come to life. But I think Mega Man X does a really interesting, uh, take on it. And then I like that it's, you know, very different. It, it's not different, but it continues from the original Mega Man game. So if you know the lore of Mega Man X and stuff, you know that this is like kind of like a hundred years later from the original Mega Man where you had Dr. Light and Dr. Wily and whatnot. Um, but yeah, that's something that I'm planning to be working on. Um, but this here, 
So this is this is kind of what it looks like. Ideally, it's supposed to at some point you put it together. Let's see if I can get this in the frame. So if you put it together, it's supposed to look like this. You get yourself an action figure, fully articulated, all that stuff. Um, but this is how it comes. So, um, again, if you're listening to an Apple podcast, Spotify, sorry, you need a visual aid, but I'll try not to, uh, deviate too much. I'm just trying to find the instructions real quick. Ah, here we go. Wonderful booklet. So let's move some of this stuff here and I'm going to kind of try and do this while I'm talking to you guys. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that works out. Okay. So Greg says, um, still need to buy Mega Man X collections on Switch. Yep, you need to get that. I definitely got those. Um, I also have, uh, I actually bought it again for Xbox One. And then I plan to get it for PlayStation because, you know, X for me, it's started on Super Nintendo. Right. And then um, from there, I went to the original PlayStation and that's kind of where I left it. I did play the, I think it was Mega Man X7. I think that was the first one they did for PlayStation 2. But it got like super 3D and I didn't really dig it. Actually, so many small pieces. Good luck. <laughs> I don't have patience for that. I So I own the, I had bought the model kits for from Toy Story, Disney, Pixar, Toy Story. There was um, uh, Woody and Buzz. And I built Woody. And yeah, you're right, Ashley. It, it definitely takes time because uh, I haven't even bu- I built Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> but it's really cool. It's very satisfying. It's pretty cool. You're putting everything together. And then once it's all done, you're like, oh, cool. Look at that. And it's you wouldn't have like if someone didn't know that it was a model kit and they came into it, they would have been like, wait, you put this. You had to assemble this piece by piece because it looks like a genuine action figure. It's pretty cool. Um, all right. So. Yeah. And it's all in Japanese. I don't I don't know. This is like Ikea instructions. See that? That's like. Grab this one. Place there, and then it's in a whole different language, so you don't even know what they're saying. Oh my goodness. This is going to be intense. But I can get it done. So, anyways, um, all right, let's see here. So, something, let's see. I'm going to be, again, I'm going to be speaking of random topics and then. Will uh, you know, I'll be building this thing kind of in the background. He said, LOL, Ikea. Instru-. You know what, man? I'm gonna tell you something real quick. Ikea instructions, I like, I can, I'm a visual guy. Like, I can, you can give me all the, the literature you can humanly possibly give me when you're assembling something. But in most cases, it's the pictures. That's all I need. I just look at the pictures, and to me, it's like common sense. It's like, okay, this piece and this piece with this size of a screw goes here, here, here. Boom. You know, and then a lot of people always complain about like Ikea, like, oh, man, their instructions are terrible, this and this and this. But it's like, not really. I mean, the people who have difficulty building Ikea, I don't if you're one of them, I don't mean to offend, but I feel like you might be kind of (laughs) stupid. It's not it's not hard, man. I it's 
I don't know. Ikea makes things so like basic and simple and assembling them is not that hard. So if you purchase things from Ikea and you've built things and you had difficulty, please let me know. Not because I'm going to make fun of you. I swear. I promise. I won't make fun of you. Maybe just a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, this looks interesting. Uh, you definitely taught me, Greg says, you definitely taught me so much by visuals and demonstration as opposed to just saying it out loud. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, I don't know. To me, it's just when you see something being done, it's like, it's almost like common sense. He said, we have ashes. My husband don't use instructions. He took three tries of starting over to put a trampoline. <laughs> he just looked at the outside box and just said, all right, this looks, this rod goes into this rod with this spring. We're good. It's done deal. Oh my goodness. A, a trampoline too. Like one of those big old trampolines that you have in your backyard. I like those little fitness ones. Jesus. Hey, that's hey, that's guts though. If you can if you can just glance at something and say, "Okay, I know exactly how to put this together." Boom. Uh yep, I would definitely uh, make fun of somebody. I have to. Why? I mean, that's how we have the joy in world. See, you can make fun of that sentence I just said because that just <laughs> sounded horrible. <laughs> I can't speak. You guys know this. You guys have listened to the cast. If you have, if you haven't, then you know that I have difficulty as speaking. You know, it's my Spanish in me. I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> um. All right. Let's see if I can try. What's the first thing they're having me build? It's the helmet. Oh, that's cool. We can try to build a helmet. Let's see. Um. I don't know what the hell this says, though. All right, let's see. We got to find the one that looks like helmet. <laughs> um, oh, wait, wait, look. They got letters on them. All right. I see little letters. Oh, boom. Q, Q, and S. We got to find Q and S. All right. It's okay. Words are harder. Yes, they are. They are very hard off. I'm going to grab the, the box here and let's see. Oh, look at that. First bag I grab S. Is that an S? Yes, yeah, an S. Now I just need Q. Let me find that real quick, ladies and gentlemen. Wait. Uh, oh, that doesn't look like a Q. That's a B. This is going to be so not... Cool. Where the hell? Oh, there's Q. All right. We're in business, guys. We're in business. So, all right. I'm kind of doing this on purpose as far as building a model kit while I'm speaking to you guys. Now, the reason why I chose to do this, it just happened to work well, I guess. That was not fully initially planned, but it just, I said, hey, I got the model kit and stuff because I have a topic. I was reading on Yahoo, and uh, let me bring up my phones right quick because I saved the link because I had to I had to read it. Um, so as you guys know, we talked about this with one of our other uh, regular uh, viewers. Um, he does Overwatch, the stream uh, like um, Twitch and whatnot, right? And these uh. In Twitch, 
you have uh, people that um, do a lot of different things. It's not just meant for gaming, right? If you have a Twitch account, um, Yahoo, what a boomer, right? Bro, Yahoo, dog. Like, sorry, I wasn't on Reddit. All the hipsters nowadays do. But anyways, you know how on Twitch, you can do anything to get a fan base, right? Get viewers, uh, watchers, whatever the case may be. Most cases, it's video games. But I was reading the article on Yahoo where um, there's a thing. I, I didn't know this. Like I said, I'm not hip. You guys might have known this. You guys are more hip. Um, but it's a hot tub live streamers broadcasting in bikinis. And there's a lot of uh, people on the platform that's just very uh, divided on it. And for me, I'm just like, this is just hilarious. You know, you got some people that are, uh, they believe it's glorified soft core porn, uh, bad for the community and what have you. And then you got others that are just like, man, it is what it is. Because it's like, if a guy was doing it, would anyone complain? But it's a girl. But I guess. So, like, there's this one right here. I'll show you guys a quick photo. I don't know who this is. I'm not trying to make this person famous. But let me see. Like, since the camera's right here. It won't really focus. But anyway, it's a girl in a with big jugs because that's what sells, right? She's in a jacuzzi kind of cosplaying a lobster, it looks like. <laughs> but I mean, hey, they're getting they're getting views, they're getting likes, they're getting all that uh all that jazz and sorry for this noise. Let me get this out of the package. And you know, my thing is, hey, if that's what's doing it for you, then more power to you. But it's just one of those things that's that's weird to me because it's like, you know, you get females that get mad. If I feel like it divides females because then you'll get females that'll get mad at this. Like, hey, you're exploiting sex. You're exploiting your body. You're exploiting this, you know. And, like, it affects the people that view females as objects. And so you have that group of people who oppose that. I don't know if it's fem- feminism. I don't know. But you're going back and forth with it and then you got the community going back and forth with it and i don't know it just cracks me up it's just the, the the crap you'll find on on twitch and anything i mean you got only fans there you go i didn't even see the comment greg said i suppose but isn't that what only fans is for yeah only fans I, I don't know there's a lot of weird fetishes out there weird things but so anyways, I figured, hey, you know what? Let me um let me get on this action. And by action, I mean let me nerd it out and build a uh, model kit. So, oh, Alyssa just joined. That's that's dangerous. Um and you know, I'm not I'm not showing my tits, you know what I'm saying? I don't know who would like to see my tits anyways. I don't got good tits. Yeah, I said tits. I'm not saying pecs or chests. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I don't know. It's weird. What do you guys think? I mean, Alyssa says, the way I look at it is it's your body, your choice. You want a hot tub stream? Good for you, my dude. I won't watch, but I'm not going to be upset about it. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, to each their own. 
you know, you do what, whatever, again, like I said earlier, whatever makes you happy, whatever floats your boat. So I got here is little clippers for the, uh, model kit here. Cause you want to make this as clean as you can. And it looks like we're going to be building Mega Man's helmet. And you know, that's probably as far as we'll get. Cause I don't know how long I'm going to be streaming. Um, then you said it anyway. <laughs> I did, Ashley. I don't care, man. To each their own. And to, what the hell do I need a piece here? Oh, I need freaking L. Son of a bitch. Hold on, I need S7. Uh, What did you guys bring up? What are you guys talking about right now? Oh, Venom 2. Oh, yeah. So the new trailer, Venom 2, popped up. Um, it looks good. It looks good. Venmo to Rick. Yes, sir. Venmo me, man. Um, no, uh, let me get better in the camera over here. Excuse my, uh. My hands, you know, I haven't got a pedicure yet. You know what I'm saying? I need to get them all nice, like. Um, Venom 2 looks good. I, I'm just, you know, we'll see how it goes. It looked a little bit kind of chaotic in the beginning in the of the trailer. They got them going on pretty, uh, you know, like they've been. Uh, like they've been. Uh, I'm sorry. Hold on one sec. I'm like distracted with this. What part am I supposed to grab? piece where's this piece go oh there we go um it look you know it looks interesting it looks interesting uh, andy circus is directing this so if you guys don't know who that is that's golem i wonder if this will be his precious um i think that's pretty cool you got the person who does uh, motion capture Motion capture involved. All right, so there's that piece. I need Q1. Um, I don't know. I I don't know. Like, I, it's too early to determine. And I don't know. Did they confirm that it's rated R? I don't know if they uh, if they confirm that it's going to be rated R because the first one was PG thirteen. All right, Q's done. Don't need Q anymore. But I do need to find L. So I'm wondering, uh, Greg, if you're still on there, can you look up to see if it's rated R? Not yet rated still. Oh, okay, there you go. You're fast, my man. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. If it's not if it's not rated R, I mean, what's the point, man? Carnage, Carnage needs to be in a rated R setting. And if it's, I mean, I don't know. Do you guys care? Do you guys care if it's rated R or not? I just feel like it should be. I'm looking for L. Yeah. Wait, is this L? 
No, that's a J. <laughs> you can drop a Venmo and manage his funds. Damn. Venmo. Was that like a OnlyFans? Hit me up with some PayPal. Friends and friends and friends. Was it friends and family only? Nope, that's not it. Uh, P T. What is this? B P F. Wait, that, no, that's an F. So, I'm already gonna give up on this. I can't even find a goddamn L. Oh wait, there it is. We found it, guys. We back in business. As long as it stays true to the source material, I'm cool with it being PG. There was source material. True? To, what are you talking about? The first one wasn't even true to the source material. I mean, let's be real. It, it's they worked with what they worked because they didn't know if they could use Spider Man or not, right? So they already deviated away from the uh, source material. All right, let's see here. I need L nine. I don't even know if I'm in, if I'm in full frame. Yeah, I'm in full. I hope. Wait. Yeah. Pretty sure I got to clip that part. Yes. Yeah. So L nine. I know, but I'm referring specifically to Carnage. Well, as far as he goes, it looks like they're filling it. You know what I mean? Because. Well, it depends. It depends on what exactly which origin arc you know that you're looking at whether it's the comics or the like animated or whatnot there's different ones that they did um but in most cases he was in prison eddie brock was a reporter so they got that kind of going then like a piece of the symbiote of uh venom kind of spawns off of him and that's what uh and that's what he gets so all right let's see if i can do this right ladies and gentlemen because it looks like they're very specific as far as this piece entry goes on the back end. So it looks like it goes here, right? And then this frontal piece goes here. All right. So we got part of the helmet there. Fantastic. Now I need to find bags uh, G and A. Great, 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 great. What else is good out there, guys? What 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 do you got going on in your guys' lives? I feel like I want to connect with you guys. You know what I'm saying? Greg, what's uh here? Let's see. Let's see if we can do this. Let me see here. What I'm confused with, what to know more about is how all this potentially ties into the MCU. <clears throat> because move, well, they we don't know yet. We don't know if they're tied to the MCU. You know what I'm saying? Um, as of right now, it could just be that uh, they're in their own universe and then they'll do the multiverse, right? So they can do whatever they want, you know? Maybe if Spider-Man does appear in those, it's not, it's Tom Holland, but it's not... MCU Tom Holland, right? It's the Tom Holland from the Sony Spider-Man, whatever the hell it's called. I forgot what it's called. They called it something. It's like Spider-Man cinematic, Sony Spider-Man cinematic 
something something. But let me see if I can get some uh, some stuff going on here. One quick moment, guys. See if I can get my phone connected to Bluetooth. And Greg, if you don't mind, I'll give you a call. And we'll have you as a guest speaker over the phone. Let's see here. Let's see if we can get this going, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. Come on, come on. Get my Bluetooth. Searching for devices right now. It's being a punk right now, so we'll see. All right, so if that method doesn't work, let's try a different one. Oh, crap. All right, hold on. I don't have a piece that I need. You can always call me on Discord on your computer if you want. Yeah, you know what, man? I'm not fancy like that. All right. Had to meet my mic there for a second, guys. Um, Wifey's going to try to assist with the piece that I need. And we'll see if we can get this going in a little bit. In the meantime, I need to find G and A for my model kit. Yeah, you know, I want to get a little more in depth with the fanciness of like, um, what do you call it? Streaming and all this stuff. You know, I just like the simplicity of just recording. And that's that. I mean, video is even like, a bit much for me to be honest with you. Um, but uh, I don't know. Next time I have you over here, uh, Greg, you can uh, show me a thing or two. Or anybody else that does uh, streaming. I know uh, Alyssa does streaming. And uh, a few other people. All right, let's see. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. All right, Greg, let's give this a world. I don't know if I have your phone number or my phone. (laughs) I'm just joking. 
let's see here. Grizzander Greg or Zander Nintendo guy. All right, let's see if this works, ladies and gentlemen. If not, oh well. Oh shit, we got a ringtone. What the hell? All right, so whoever's still on the stream on Facebook, and can you hear him loud and clear? Go ahead and say something real quick, Greg. Say hi to everybody. Hey, hey, that was that was that wasn't even intentional. Awesome. Well, I hear you loud and clear on my end. Hopefully. Um, what I'm recording picks you up because if not, then I'm going to have to edit this and scrap our whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, see? So... How about now? Can you guys hear him now? Let's see if that works. I had you turn down all the way to the bottom, so I don't know if that made a difference. There is like a 20-second delay whenever we speak and to the point where it gets on the on the thing. Yeah, I'm still not getting anything I'm, I'm hearing here. So that sucks. I could hear you loud as clear. But I don't hear anybody. I they, Apparently they can't hear you. So that sucks. Okay, well, I'm going to hang up on this and then we'll just go back to chat. Um, i got to see if I can get this connected to Bluetooth. I think that's what I did last time and it worked fine. So, but yes. Thank you for the attempt. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's try that with Bluetooth. Let me see if I can get the Bluetooth working. again. Okay. So now we're going to try Bluetooth. Let's see if we can get Bluetooth working good. Uh, testing one two three. Hello, chick chick. How's that, guys? Did you guys get to hear that part? You don't sound as clear in my end, but it is Bluetooth. But I definitely hear you. You hear me? Fantastic. Yes, definitely. All right. Let's see if our audience uh, happens to hear you. Hello. How's everybody doing tonight? There you go. Words. <laughs> All right. Words. Words are coming out of uh, the phone. Hey, this where, sounds, this, sounds, you know what, this call now sounds like uh, like traditional radio. So yeah, that's, right. Uh, that's, You're on the hotline. Yeah, they, <laughs> said, they said they hear you. How about that? All right. Well, how's it going, everybody? I mean, I wasn't expecting my first introduction on, on the Sigma Duocast to be over a phone, but you know what? I'll take it. It's an honor. Oh, we'll get you in building. And I'm sorry. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm solo dolo, man. So I need I need peoples here. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Probably go for another uh, for another couple minutes here and uh, 
call it a night. I just, you know what? I want to finish Mega Man's head. Jesus. <laughs> you know, to me, I mean, it just like, it was kind of like you were saying, like, it, I mean, I mean, instructions look like Ikea instructions and, you know, it shouldn't be that difficult, but you know what it is? It look. I mean, I gotta, I gotta say lots. It, it looks kind of tricky. <laughs> nah, it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward, man. It, it really is because see, the thing is they give you the letters and then they give you the numbers and that's all you mm-hmm. need. So as long as you got the letters right. and the numbers, you figure it out. So, um, Speaking of Mega Man was a Nintendo property. Only natural mm-hmm. that we talk about Nintendo. <laughs> what do you um what do you think uh do you think we'll get a Breath of the Wild this year? So I get asked that question a lot and um to be honest with you. And, I, and, and you know this is no secret because you know this as well as I do. I feel like your knowledge of Nintendo is just about the same as mine. I know some things that are more, but when it comes down to logic, okay, you know just about as much as I do, and it, I think we can agree on similar things. So when I say this, I think what I'm trying to say is I think you'll agree. Nintendo literally throws out wild cards whenever they decide to. Like, literally, whenever they decide they want to just fucking drop something, right then and there, they'll do it. Like, you can literally, like, tomorrow we could wake up and literally see a bunch of Zelda 35th anniversary stuff and no one would have expected it, right? But at the same time, people and analysts and stuff online will be saying, oh, yeah, absolutely, it'll definitely be this year, but then not a word, you know? Um, I think it's possible, um, but I don't, I wouldn't bank on it. So, Obviously, the pandemic took a huge, you know, turnaround for things, I feel, last year for a lot of companies. Fortunately, a lot of game companies and developers were able to get their stuff pumped out that was scheduled last year, for the most part, out on time. There were a couple companies like Xbox who had to delay Halo and um, a couple other things, but, you know, nothing really too big, I think. I mean, Halo is pretty big, but, you know. Um, what I'm trying to get into, though, is, a lot of that stuff that came out last year was already pretty much set in stone and ready to go. So a lot of the stuff that they were working on throughout the pandemic last year was in preparation for this year. So in my eyes, I see a lot of what was going on um, behind the scenes, you know, behind closed doors throughout last year. Might We might finally see that impact this year. Um, I've been kind of noticing it a bit with other companies too. Um, so for example, Monster Hunter Rise, and Pokemon Snap, which just released, have actually been kind of short on supply for stock. And I know that's just a manufacturing thing, but um, that being said, I mean, that's still, you know, an issue. And I feel like if, it's, if, if we're seeing that in inventory, I also feel like we might, we might see that in terms of development, too. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of a little over the place with this. It, it, all I'm trying to say is I think it's possible, but I'm not going to, you know, put all my, you know, eggs in the what? one basket on it. What are you, uh, let me put, let me ask you this question. What is okay. your, um, cause you kind of, t- you kind of touched a lot of things there and we're, sure. we're in May, right? So E3 is what right. generally in June? Yeah. So E3 will actually be all digital. Um, is there next month? Is there anything that you would like to see from Nintendo at E3 get announced, whether it's, more information on Metroid, more Zelda, the Switch oh, Pro, you, Mario. Like, what's what's like your wish list, dream list, 
or just like, you know, three things that you would love to see Nintendo announce? Uh-huh. Well, I'm going to give you my dream things, and then I'll give you the things that I think are more likely to happen. Um, you mentioned Mario, and you know me. I'm a Mario guy. Mario pretty much had his year last year, so that's done. I feel like they're definitely going to take a step back on the Mario stuff for a while. because They definitely pretty much give us every Mario game possible, known to man on Switch at this point, minus a select couple, which is great. Um, so I think we're going to see definitely more of Zelda. There's no way they can pass that up. Um, Zelda's 35th is this year. They did Zelda's 25th and Mario's 25th. There's just no way. I feel like, honestly, in some ways, Zelda actually sells more on the surface to more, like, elite, like, it's gamers, as opposed to Mario. Mario's more casual. Yeah. Um, Mario may be the face of Nintendo, but when you think of, like, a big, you know, like, blockbuster title for Nintendo, there are two franchises I think of. That's Zelda and then that's Metroid, personally. But Metroid is, you know, Metroid, Metroid, <laughs> unfortunately. So, I mean, everybody talks, everybody and their mother. <laughs> I know. You and I both know we will shit our pants if they do something for Metroid this year. Like, I need something, man. Like, I've, we've been waiting for so long. But Zelda's the one that, you know, I feel like sells more units, in my opinion, than Mario when they do put something out big. So, for them to skip over the 35th, even though it already happened, like, the, technically the date was earlier this year, it doesn't matter. I mean, Mario was in September, and they still did it for, like, a, what, six months or whatever? So, like, right. it doesn't matter. They're still going to put something out. Well, yeah, they'll put because no it's, it's also Metroid's. Oh, yeah. Year as well, so... It is. And, you know, the deeper Nintendo fan of me knows that it's also Kid Icarus' 35th as well, but, yeah. you know, they don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, because there's, there's, there's been a lot of... A lot of games... This is the, the, the year where a lot of Nintendo games were releasing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, it, it was the launch at the time, 35 years ago, of the NES, and a lot of their franchises came out within the same year, so... Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they, you would think that they would pump out so much good stuff, but this is Nintendo. This is 2021. Times have changed. Um, as much as I, you know, I love the company, you know, I definitely understand that, you know, they, their approach to certain things is a lot more watered down and more like, hey, this is what we can make money out of and people will still soak it up and buy it, you know. Um, but to answer your question, because I was going on about Zelda, um, I would love to see Zelda actually get some treatment because I'm still all for Zelda. Um, I need to see something about bringing the the ports over of everything that we've seen in the past, the remakes of Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, something tells me um, since Skyward Sword got its own single-handed release, um, it would not surprise me if they decided to do the the solo release route again for Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, but I'm going to remain optimistic and see that because Nintendo saw the reception of how well three All-Stars from Mario did last year, selling nearly 10 million units, Within only a six month, you know, time frame, I would hope that maybe they see that as an indicator of like, okay, maybe yeah, we should combine everything. But anyway, something Zelda. Um, I would love to see an update on Prime Four. I think it's been about two years now since they announced the delay, and or, or not delay, restart actually to correct myself. They actually um, started from scratch all over again. Like they went, they switched developers for some reason. They went from Bandai Namco in the beginning. I don't know what happened with that choice but yeah, anyway back to retro uh, studios the original creators which of is Prime. yeah the studio that yeah started Metroid Prime to begin with so it's like why well, i have no idea what happened but you know i mean a whole other discussion for another time nintendo's actually been on going on fire with bondi namco lately with pokemon snap and other stuff so i'll get into that later but um metroid something i heard rumors last year from a couple sources that i know um that 
Fusion was supposed to get a 2D uh, treatment similar to the likes of Samus Returns on 3DS, but on Switch. Um, and then I also heard something potentially about it just being an all-new 2D Metroid. I'm more inclined to believe that it's a Fusion remake um, as opposed to something new. But, you know, I would love to be wrong. This is kind of where I go back into saying, like, Nintendo will just kind of throw, you know, a curveball at you at any given moment. And you're like, whoa, I was not expecting that, you know. Um, and I'm inclined to believe the Metroid stuff because we did see a couple teasers of it throughout the year. Um, if you played Paper Mario, which I don't think you did, but if you saw the teaser for it last year at a bare minimum, they did throw a random Metroid Easter egg in there. A couple, actually, if you played the game. And I was really confused as to their choice of why they did that. There wouldn't have been a reason for them to do that if there wasn't something to follow up with it. So I definitely feel like Metroid is on the rise eventually at some point. Um, and the uh, the third thing that, because uh, you asked me for three dream things, uh, the third thing that I would I would love to see but I seriously doubt is going to happen um, just because of how well the, this game is selling for Nintendo um, is a new Mario Kart game. Um, Mario Kart. And I know I just said Mario should take a step off the back burner, but I feel like Mario Kart is one of those, you know, it, it, I mean, it is, and it's not, I feel it's not, I think it is Mario Kart eight deluxe has literally been a system driver for the switch since it launched in April of 2017. Um, that game is still selling. That game is like nearly seven years old and that game is still selling units today. Like it's a brand new game. And this can go into a whole nother discussion about how, you know, Wii U ports and everything are, you know, obviously driving the switch. Cause like to most people, it's a brand new game, like 3d world and all this stuff, yada, yada, yada. But anyway, Mario Kart eight is still the number one best selling software on switch, digital, physical, whatever that it makes no sense for them to release a new Mario Kart, Mario Kart nine or whatever you want to call it. Um, just because the current one they have is just selling like hotcakes. With every Switch, you're guaranteed someone's going to buy Mario Kart 8 with it. And it's just, why would they put out a new piece of software? I, again, I would like to be wrong because I this is where I also believe Nintendo, you know, if they're going to do something, they're going to do it, that I believe, the way they know how. And it may seem weird on the surface, but in my opinion, it just comes back around full circle and it's like, oh, shit, yeah, that was actually a really good idea. And they... They couldn't have done it better at better timing. So, again, I'd like to see it. I heard rumors of something about it last year, potentially with the Mario 35th anniversary stuff, but I guess they shelved it because of COVID-19 because their rele- their whole anniversary thing was supposed to be far, like, sooner than it was and when they revealed everything in September. It was supposed to be, like, during E3, and Mario Kart was supposed to be, like, the big holiday title or something. It's also possible that could have been the Mario Kart Live home circuit thing that they put out last year, which I found was dope, by the way. It's really fun, but man, I have not yeah. used it in a while. You know, it's, I actually used it um, a little bit today and yesterday um, with my family. I was over there visiting them for Mother's Day, and uh, my brother gets a huge kick out of it. And I have both the Mario and Luigi sets, and we were just going ham at it. And uh, you um, know, it's, it's kind of cool that my younger siblings they like get really big and in depth with like they really spend some time trying to make like some really in depth tracks and stuff and. It's really neat. I, I definitely agree with you, though. It's like one of those things, like a really cool novelty for like, you know, um, maybe a good month, maybe a month and a half. But then like for, you know, you and I, it's like, okay, well, they put it down and we're done, you know. But for someone else, I mean, the, obviously the young crowd, they, I, I definitely seen that my family put a lot of love and attention to it. So, so it's definitely unique. For we're going to go real quick. Uh, Steven, he put a comment. He said, Zelda, Link to the Past for um, SNES, best one. I think he says, Ooh, Steven, okay. my man, 
I am 100% right there with you. Um, mm. Legend of Zelda, yeah. A Link to the Past is my favorite all-time Legend of Zelda game. Most people say Ocarina of Time, and mm. which is fine because it's the first 3D one that comes into play, but Ocarina of Time mm-hmm. is literally a 3D version of, of, Link to the past. of A Link to the Past. Yeah, I was actually just about to say that. <laughs> They're what's, very similar. What's your favorite Zelda game? My favorite Zelda, it's, it's honestly really been hard for me to ever just specifically pick one because I put so much time into like so many different Zeldas starting with A Link to the Past. Um, I think, especially lately, um, okay, so I can't pick one, but I'm definitely going to give you three. <laughs> that def- I, I, I just can't, man. I can't just pick one Zelda because as of lately, they've recently been changing up the formula of Zelda games. I mean, it kind of started with Skyward Sword, how they just kind of started going back to, you know, kind of the roots of what made Zelda, the first Zelda, so good. Um, and then Breath of the Wild happened, and now we're going to see a sequel, and then who knows where they're taking the franchise from here. So we've definitely seen some changes in the, you know, the formula for Zelda. But um, Ocarina of Time is definitely one that holds a very special place in my heart as, I mean, I'm going to show my age here a bit. I'm, I'm only 25, you know? So, um, but uh, that was definitely man. one. Of the, uh, I, I am a baby. I know I'm a baby. But um, <laughs> I played the hell out of Ocarina of Time as a kid. Um, watching my dad and I beat, you know, Ganondorf together in that game for the first time, it was, it was definitely something I really can't take away, you know, from. I mean, that experience was, you know, it was something special to oh, me for without, sure. Without a doubt. Oh, it was, it was cool. I mean, like thinking about it, like just like, you know, the visuals back then. And obviously, I mean, I was still a baby when I basically watched my dad and I beat it together, but you know, it was, it was cool. Um, Ocarina of Time for sure. Um, I had a really big blast with, um, both Majora's Mask and Wind Waker. Now the reason I'm saying these two in kind of the same place is because I sort of went back and forth playing these two at the same time. Um, I didn't exactly play Majora's Mask completely before touching Wind Waker. And the reason for that was because if you remember back in the day, GameStop was doing pre-orders for Wind Waker and they were giving away the collector's edition disc that had all of the um, original Zeldas on it. Zelda 1, Zelda 2, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask. And they even had a demo of Wind Waker on it. So when that, when they gave that to us, which was before the game Wind Waker even released, I was playing through Majora's Mask on my GameCube. Um, and but then by the time Wind Waker had come out, I had been playing both side by side. I kind of went back and forth between the two. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I have to say those those definitely were good. And then Breath of the Wild was just a unique experience on its own too. A lot of things were missing that made you know Zelda a traditional Zelda game. But in its own right, the way that they did things, again, like all over, like the fact that you just wake up out of a cave and um, you are left to kind of find your own weapons and you get the little tiny tutorial on the plateau and that kind of thing. But like after that, you're on your own, free roam. You kind of do whatever like you would on Zelda 1 on the NES. So um, now that I've kind of explained myself a bit on everything, I have to say Ocarina of Time, Breath of the Wild, and probably Zelda 1 on the NES. And the only reason I didn't put A Link to the Past on there is because of the very reason that we said Ocarina of Time and A Link to the Past are so very similar. I find A Link to the Past basically just, you know, a 2D version of Ocarina of Time. Love it so much, but 
because I find Ocarina of Time and A Link to the Past almost one and the same, um, I can't put almost, in my opinion, two of the same game on the top three list. But Zelda 1, Breath of the Wild, and Ocarina of Time were definitely ones that really stuck with me. It was my favorite Zelda for sure. All right, last question. Um, in regards to E3, what, mm-hmm. what is your personal thought, opinion of the likelihood or not, not even the likelihood, just what could happen with uh, with all this potential rumor and lingering of some type of Nintendo and Xbox? Uh, oh. Not merger, but partnership with something. People are talking Game Pass. People are talking... Um, mm-hmm. Smash Bros, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there. Um, one of the last um, press, or not press, but like videos that the, uh, mm-hmm. I can't think of his name right now, but the president, Phil Spencer, there we go, the president. Phil Spencer. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. one of his last videos, he always does little like hidden things. It's like a little ongoing joke now whenever he does a video yep. thing. You got to pay attention to the background because yep. he's yep. got something going on. Like we had, he had the Xbox One S, um, not the Xbox One S, the Xbox like uh, yeah, the, the the small version was in the background the entire time. Every time he did, no one noticed it. Um, yeah, a, among other things. But the last one right. they did, he had a Nintendo Switch in the background. He actually had a Switch in a couple of them at this point. Yeah. Um. So it's been more than one video. Um. Like I think we got our first taste of it for sure in 2019 when Banjo and Kazooie was introduced in Smash. A lot of people didn't think that was possible because oh well they're competitors, but. Phil Spencer has said time and time again, anytime you ask, he's not like hesitant to say, Oh, I love Nintendo. You know, like they're, they're great. And, you know, um, in their own way to do their own thing. And, um, yeah, I, I don't think he makes it a secret that, you know, that they want to do something together to what capacity that you're speaking of, whether that's game pass or like bringing some of, you know, Xbox's game, which actually I should get into that. Yeah. Some of Xbox is some of their like indie games have been brought over to, Ori. you know, in, or in the will of the Ori, Ori, there. Ori, Yeah. I love Ori. Such a good Metroidvania game, by the way, if you haven't played it, you owe it to yourself to check it out. Um, but Ori in the blind forest, will the wisp, um, cuphead. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's technically a Microsoft studio, right? Minecraft, the, Minecraft was the first one. They had cross play. Yeah. Minecraft has cross play. I mean, Minecraft has been on a couple, you know, other platforms for a while, but then Microsoft purchased them and, with kind of more a lot of the updates and stuff i feel like was more heavily focused obviously on the xbox platform but now they brought it cross-play to all platforms not just nintendo um steve then got into smash brothers and we're like whoa two microsoft reps what's next master chief i mean it doesn't have to be limited to just smash but i definitely think they're they're hinting at something and i whether that's game pass or bringing more of their games that are like the Master Chief Collection has also been something that's been kind of rumored on Switch. That would be uh, sick. The very first Halo on there? No, no, no. no so, so get this. Imagine if you, like, and I, and I know that Nintendo would so want this because I've seen it in their ads. I pay attention to their commercials. I don't know how much you do, but obviously, I mean, you know me, I do. <laughs> they have this idea that everybody just carries their Switch around to parties and just have it all of a sudden dockable ready, right? You know, it's ridiculous. It's honestly kind of bullshit because no way does that ever happen. But Nintendo expects us to bring our Switches to a large party when it's non-COVID, and we just do local wireless eight-man deathmatch in Halo. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, just sit on the couch, and we're all playing on our Switches, playing an optimized Halo experience on our Switches. 
And now you could argue, well, wait, what about, you know, xCloud that just has been, you know, in the works and stuff like that, you know, um, getting it on mobile and stuff. But I think, I think that game in particular would definitely be one that would get, you know, a lot of support from fans. Um, a lot of people enticed and, you know, supporting, not just not because existing Switch owners have a new game to access, but now they feel in a way inclined to kind of support the services that Microsoft has. Cause let's be honest, Xbox doesn't sell Xboxes at a profit. They sell the service game pass and Xbox live and all these games to you. And that's where they really make most of their money from. So I mean, it, I think it would kind of redirect people into, you know, their stuff, which, you know, turns them, you know, the profit of their, that they're the game that they're looking for. So whether it's games or the service, I don't know, but I definitely wouldn't, you know, expect to go without something at the C3, especially considering Sony hasn't been, I mean, fuck Sony lately. Um, that's a whole other, Sony's whole conceited, but, um, Sony's been on a whole other tangent lately, but anyway, they haven't been at E3 for like three years, man. I don't know what's up with them. I don't know what they're exactly doing. They're they're conceited, man. They think they're the best. (laughs) Everyone keeps inflating their, their membrane. So, um, Steven says, and I want to ask you about this because I haven't, I haven't, what's that? Says they think they need to make a new Mario Party. So, like this one, the mini games aren't as good as they used to be, or even the board games. Yeah, so I was going to ask you because I saw I haven't updated yet, but there's an update yeah. that does online. Did they add stuff to it, or they just made it online enabled? So they didn't add any um, new games, but the game itself, the boards. So back then, when the game was first released, you could play like up to fifty individual mini games in like a round one through five kind of expedition exhibition kind of thing online with people it was literally shit it was so bad like nobody played it it was it was horrible many games were you know buggy and just i I don't know some of the games weren't just you know optimized for it it was just bad um but recently um in the last couple months and you and i know this because we tested this with super mario 3d world um nintendo's actually recently begun finally switching over their um their servers um, for online play to a new format, which they call, oh gosh, I forget the name of it off the top of my head. It's like a weird code name, but it basically it's, a, you know, it's a thousand times better. To put it lightly and translate, Nintendo has been running their online servers since the Wii when that was their first online capable home console off of Windows 95 computers, basically. Oh, wow. <laughs> and now they're running on basically Windows 10 and, you know, the more latest, you know, up-to-date software and servers and stuff. It basically, it's a lot better. Consistency with online connection is a lot better. And now Mario Party, you can actually do board, full board games with your friends. And, they, you know, it was a random update because the game's been out for three years and it's like, well, okay, I don't think Nintendo sees it as a, as a focus anymore because it's not moving into units for them. It's just kind of one of those, eh, it passed, but it's not like a, you know, we got to move this game like Breath of the Wild or the sequel or Bayonetta 3 or Metroid or whatever, you know what I mean? So it's like, whatever, or Mario game, you know? But now, all of a sudden, there's been a surge of sales of that game because it's the first Mario Party that you don't have to illegally work around to get to play online. When I say that, there are people that are doing emulators for the previous Mario Party games on the computer doing net play um, online with each other, which has been very popular over the last few years. Um, But the new one, which I've actually done with a couple of buddies in the last two weeks, um, it's been really refreshing. I actually played it a whole 10, 15 round game with them, and not once did I experience a hiccup. 
it, it was actually smooth and I didn't even think anything of it the entire time we were playing. And mind you, one person is up in Washington, so right up north of us. And then the other guy was all the way over in New York. And it was just the three of us. We had a, we had a computer play in for the fourth. Um, but yeah, it was flawless. It was great. Um, I think this definitely leads to, um, hopefully I see two things. One, Nintendo could very well likely update this game with either paid or free DLC, which gives us more boards and more mini games. Cause I definitely feel you on that one, Steven, like the mini games were kind of like, I didn't eh. like, I thought the mini games were pretty whack. I feel like I, they, I feel know, like it didn't have a lot. Like I still whoop, I whooped out the top, uh, you know, fifty or one, whatever it was for the DS. Man. Yeah, that uh, was like awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, I definitely like the mini games. Like, yeah, they were passable, right? But they weren't like, oh gosh, this isn't Mario Party two or three or four mini games. You know what I mean? You could think of the first four Mario Parties, right, from sixty four to the first one on GameCube, and like shit yeah those were some fucking good mini games like the one where like <laughs> mario party 2 where everybody's like on the fucking rolling pin and mario's like got the crank and he's like pushing him left and right trying to knock him off into the the fiery pit or the electricity you know what i mean or the one where you're like on the you're tiny on a giant book and you're trying to like fit yourself into the into the cutouts on the pages and stuff and you're trying not to get squashed you know like some of those games are like really awesome you know because they're intensive adrenaline you know, inducing and just, it's, it's fun, you know, where these ones are just kind of like, okay, yeah, that's a cool, like, you know, haha, yeah, you know, funny, but, or like, uh, that's, that's kind of neat use of the motion controls in a Joy-Con that probably everyone has forgotten about exists, you know? <laughs> so, funny. so I think they could either one update this game with new mini games, which I don't see likely, but what I do see is that this whole online thing update that they randomly did, was a test for Super Mario Party 2, which I think is likely to happen. Not probably this year. It could happen this year, but I think is likely to happen sometime in the spring or, you know, sometime next year um, as another big seller. Because I feel like they've got definitely some plans for Zelda and other things like we've already talked about um, this year. So I feel like the online play right now gives them an, an idea of testing how many people are really, you know, invested into this sort of thing. And how many people really want would go out and buy this game for it? And I think when I recently looked at the uh, fiscal reports for Nintendo's um, 2020 year, their earnings report, um, they mentioned there was like an additional like one or two million units of Mario Party, like within the last like three weeks before their fiscal ended, which is crazy. Yeah, it it was nuts. Yeah, I was I was very surprised. I was like, whoa, that's you know, if an update can really do that, that. That's, you know, that should be an eye-opener. That should really tell them something, you know? So, who knows? Um, especially amongst, you know, this crazy pandemic that we're still, I guess, somewhat in. <laughs> um, you know, that the random update, I guess, couldn't have come at a better time, I guess. Maybe a little bit earlier would have been nice. But, you know, um, yeah, I don't we know. Take, we'll we see. take what we can take, right? It, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I definitely agree with Steven, though. A new Mario Party would be great. That's the one that I... Um, I'm leaning more towards because this update, I think, is a hint towards that. If not a new Mario Party, definitely some fresh content for the already existing game um, that's already that 14 million people already have on their Switches right now. So, for sure. Well, that sounds good. All yeah. right, man. Well, I am going to be wrapping this up as soon as I just get this damn 
I was going to say, I'm looking at your head there. Like, the head looks good. <laughs> I see the head done. Yeah, the head's good. I'm trying to get this back piece on because I'm getting the uh, uh, torso done here. Uh -huh. um, I'm just trying to get it to clip in. You know what you building this figure is reminding me of? Like, before I even got on this call, I was like, you just got that in the mail and everything. And I'm like, you know what? God damn. Freaking um, Big Bad Toy Store has not once called me or emailed me about the status of my Prime pre-order, uh, the two Figmas that I've got. Like, I still have them. It says ten status, you know, pending. Like, they're still there. And, you know, I've called and I've talked to somebody over the phone and they've told me, like, oh, yeah, well, we're good on our end. It's just once our distributor actually sends them to us, then that's when we can update things. It's literally on the other person. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. It's been over a year now. Where are these things? <laughs> like, I, I, I don't want to spend $300 on a Prime Figma. I'd rather just gladly spend the 75 or 80 that I paid for it, you know? So um, I'm just kind of wondering, where the hell is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, thank you for uh, joining me on this. I was uh, mobbing on this solo, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, hopefully we'll still get our normal episode recorded this uh this uh this thursday but um no nah, i just wanted to uh, thank you for joining me because i'll be wrapping this up pretty soon here and uh yeah brother um if i if i had a shot or something to take i'd say salute but you know i don't have we'll get, anything we'll, with you at the moment but you we'll, know this is fun nice we'll, little get you on, we'll get you on live or you know in person get a, a sigma do a cash drink you know uh get you yeah. going but uh yeah man yeah but yeah man Terramana. thank you <laughs> thank you for uh thank you for joining me man appreciate it all right you, you, you all watching and everything have yourselves a good one uh you too brother thank you uh -huh. all right ladies and gentlemen so um if by chance you were curious on how the rest of this build goes for this Mega Man x uh figure I had my link there for a minute there uh i'll be posting photos once I'm completed with this on um, the Sigma Duocast Instagram, uh, as well as Facebook. I'll throw the Facebook image there. Um, as you can see right now, I just got the uh, head and torso, though. So I'll be kind of going there. They're just not calling for me to uh, attach it just yet. Um, but, yeah. Again, thank you guys for uh, joining me in this, uh, you know, episode that wasn't really... It was going to happen, but then it wasn't going to happen. And then, yeah, and uh, we'll get Nate back on here on Thursday. Hopefully Thursday we'll be able to record again. And uh, we'll kind of bust his chops, you know, what the hell. Um, those that uh, watched on Facebook Live, thank you guys for joining uh, Facebook Live. Um, your questions, thank you to Greg for joining. Um, a dude, he's all about Nintendo. Uh, well, not all about Nintendo. He just knows a lot about Nintendo. He's a big fan of Nintendo, Mario, and things like that. Um, it's a good dude. Uh, gets very excited with, uh, content. Um, if you know the guy, you know what I'm talking about, but he's a solid, solid dude. Um, uh, Steven says, cheers. You have me on that Terramana brother, dude, Terramana. I love it. See, in my drink today, I did it. I added, uh, cause for the wedding I have, shoot, I don't know. I mean, I got, a, I got two bottles behind me right now 
And then I got uh, for Reposado Termana. And then I got, I want to say like four more Reposado bottles in my kitchen. And then I have, I think, two and a half of Termana Blanco. And Blanco is the one that messes. Is that a Game over. But in my drink today, um, because I needed it, man. I needed it. Like I said, it's been a long week. It's been rough. It's been stressful. Uh, just getting shit done. You know what I mean? Just doing that grind. And uh, I was really looking forward to tonight's episode. That's why I ended up recording because we're going to cancel. I said, nah, I got I to do it. And when I made my drink tonight, I threw a shot of the Termana Reposado and I threw a shot of the Blanco. So um, I'm feeling hella good. I get into my Zen mode. You know, I'm building this figure. I'm actually going to do this and then I'll probably make another drink because I don't go into work tomorrow till later in the day. I'm closing. And, uh, I'm going to be, uh, I'll probably make myself another drink and then jump on some Resident Evil 8 Village. I need to catch up. Nate's almost done with it. My kids are, like, getting through with it. My wife's in the other room. She's probably playing it. So I need to get in on the Resident Evil Village. I might have to do an all-nighter or something and get caught up. But I'm going to need that, you know, Terramana in me. Ran out of Red Bull. It's all good, brother. With lemonade? Nice. Do you know what? I made, I, so I, the other day I did Blanco and I did a uh, soda, but it was Squirt. That that's actually not bad of a combo. I'll tell you right now. Squirt soda and then a shot of Termana Blanco or uh, Reposado. Mm. Chef's kiss, you know what I'm saying? But anyways, um, again, thank you guys for joining me. Um, I will be uh, I'll be posting some stuff on Instagram once I'm done with this build. And yeah, hopefully uh, we'll, we'll be back and uh, should be fun. But until next time, I got a little bit left here. Cheers. And uh, until next time. All right. Party's over. Everyone go home. So who are you, man? I'm the party pooper. That's this week's episode of Sigma Duocast. Catch us next week on another episode. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to like and follow our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, subscribe to our YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcast channels. What is that? How do you learn to talk like that? We've learned our languages through the World Wide Web. Until next time, stay safe, and thanks for tuning in. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.